Hello, this is Jackie Joseph. I'm from the Little Shop of Horrors. I'm Miss Audrey. And uh, I want to tell you that you are listening to Saturday Matinee Theater. You lucky dogs. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 41, can you believe it, of Saturday Matinee Theater brought to you by your friends at the Long Box Crusade. We're here on Planet Mongo in our recording studio set up just outside Emperor Ming's throne room. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and joining me as always is the Zarkov to my flash. It's Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Christatos. How are you feeling today, Dr. Christatos? Jared, I'm doing all right, but uh, hold on. I'm feeling a little hungry. Let me just throw this grenade and I'll get some supper ready for us. Here we go. I'm throwing it. <laughs> Who wants some chicken lobster oh, nuggets? Smells good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the unicorn horn that it had that makes it taste a little bit better. But Yeah, I'll have some of that. Also joining me is the ugliest Dale Arden of all time. It is my brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrecht. How are you today, Jason? Flash. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. It's me, Dale Arden. Got a lot of stuff happening in this episode that kind of messed up. This gonna roofie my boy? I don't think so. It's Trailer Park Rules, baby. It's on. <laughs> I think Trailer Park Rules means there's no rules. <laughs> no rules, baby. No rules, just my right. <laughs> if, is there a trailer park on Mongo? Back on episode three or four, he was trying to set up a trailer park. I remember that and all that space out there. He's yeah. trying to set up double Y. Yeah, you and Dave should look into that. There was a lot of space <laughs> yeah. left over after they parked that ship. Yeah, and uh, they got rid of the lizards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we got my lizard farm going on. So if you could corral those lizards to the lizard mm-hmm. farm, then you could use that space for your trailer park. I yeah. Dave was trying to distance himself from all this. <laughs> <laughs> Just backing away, backing away, backing away, backing away. Oh, now he's reputable i've almost got everybody in pants and then i'm done <laughs> oh my goodness we also have with us the merciless ruler himself it's emperor delvin the dark web williams and how do you do your excellency wait who are you oh, he took the pills didn't he, he doesn't know <laughs> he does not have a clue <laughs> i think we remember we laced it in the ice <laughs> oh dang that what what is going why am i here <laughs> oh man don't look at jared you don't know him <laughs> He doesn't care about you. Oh, my God. It's me and Jason that, that I, want to hang with you. I think I remember you. Getting high off his own supply. Well, you've heard him in the background. We have fan favorite guests of the show. It is Dave. Olsen, Battle Wagon. Collins, welcome back, Dave. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for having me. I can't wait for this trip through Mongo to get over with. <laughs> There's dragons and... <laughs> Beams that make me go invisible and I can't see my hands and the guards that are supposed to be so tough run away when I turn invisible. This has been a heck of a trip, man. There's a lot to unpack here. A lot to digest. Well, just so you guys know, this episode is... Jared! Oh! (laughs) Jared! I remember now. Son of a gun. Hill's wearing off. It's all about timing. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Omaha Bound Entertainment. You know, they do that wonderful hard binding. You guys know I have a lot of hardbound collections, right? Comics. You've mentioned it once or twice, yeah. Yeah. You know why? 
because you're so fancy. I'm so fancy. That's correct. I just got it over with. I figured yeah. my stall on that one. <laughs> if you want to be like me and have some of your most treasured comic books hardbound in the most wonderful way with original covers, great designs, high quality binding, check out omahabound.com. Our friend Tim over there is going to do a great job for you. So once again, omahabound.com. Not only do they do binding, but they also sell some of their own original trade paperbacks of hard to find older comics. So check it out. Omahabound.com. Pat. Yes. It's a show about. Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we'll continue our dive into 1936's Flash Gordon serial, Space Soldiers. <laughs> Thank you, boy. Thank you. 1936's Flash Gordon serial was produced by Henry McRae. It starred Buster Crabbe as Flash Gordon, Gene Rogers as Dale Arden, Charles Middleton as Emperor Ming, Priscilla Lawson as Princess Aura, and Frank Shannon as Professor Zarkov. So grab your ray gun, fire up those rockets, and blast off for adventure. But don't forget who you are. That's some sweet, sweet tunage, my friend. It's been a while since we've heard it. This seems, I don't know, been a minute. It's techno. Well, it's not techno. You know, it's kind of techno pop, techie pop. All right. Mix so it up a little bit. Quick recap here. Dave, you've done the steel drums. You've done the fiddle, I think. I so can't yeah, even remember. I can't all. even remember what Dave's done. It's been a lot. The steel drums was probably my favorite. <laughs> was still cool. working on my dreads. Dreads are, are really coming in nicely. But violin, drums, steel drums. I think I played an electric guitar a couple times. You're a very talented man. What's the latest? I have a new passion. Accordion. Accordion. Ooh. Well, let's hear it. Impressive as always, my friend. Dang, you are like Ooh. a prince who plays 50 instruments and all that. You've inspired me. I'm going to grab my violin real quick. No. Oh, no. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Kind of a tight ship here. Let's, let's kind of like, yeah. keep going. That is my cue to get started. Chapter 10 was titled The Unseen Peril. The director was Frederick Stefani. The writers were Frederick Stefani, Ella O'Neill, George Plimpton, and Basil Dickey. Hey, Dickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blew my mind, Basil Dickey. Basil Dickey. Can I take the pill again? <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of the pill. <laughs> I want out of this. 
I want one. Oh my goodness. With guest stars Richard Alexander as Prince Baron, Jack Lipson as King Voltan, and Theodore Lorch as the High Priest. As a reminder, all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. Again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, and then come back to join our discussion. And at less than 20 minutes per episode, it's not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Flash. Jared. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Pat. Well, hashtag I'm following Flash. Hashtag I'm following Flash. What you wicked nigga what? Jason. Hashtag I'm a following Flash. Dave. Hashtag, I'm following Aura. Oh, wait. Hashtag, I'm following Flash. <laughs> I think a lot of people are with your hashtag. I'm turning. I'm coming around on that. <laughs> so, hashtag, I'm following Flash. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary. It's all Zarkov all the time in this episode. Who takes out the fire dragon lobster chicken at the beginning with a gosh damn grenade? Zarkov! Once Flash wakes up and is without his memories, who comes up with a way to return Flash's memories? Zarkov! But before you can get Flash on the memory bringer backer machine... Zarkov! Oh, <laughs> wait for it. Dang it. But before you can get Flash on the memory bringer backer machine, you gotta subdue him. So who helped Prince Baron subdue that feisty Flash? Zarkov! Zarkov. Zarkov. Who finally Who finally got a weak signal through to Flash's father and the scientists of Earth? Zarkov! If you answered Dr. Zarkov to any or all of these questions, you're right. And who got in prison for trying to stand up to Ming on behalf of Flash? Voltan! Ah, you're right. It was actually King Voltan. And Ming has had enough. He straight up sent an execution squad to kill Flash on sight, and they found him. Will Zarkov pull just one more miracle out of his tiny, tiny shorts? Tune in and find out. Those shorts do have pockets, so you never know. And a grenade somewhere. I call them crotch pockets. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to pick? Crotch pockets. Pockets. All right, let's do our usual highs and lows. In our very first round, we will start off with our guest, Mr. Dave Collins. 
You got a high or a low for round one, sir. I'm going to go a lowish. If you're on a mission to take a guy or a girl or whoever you're taking through an underground cave system that's got some kind of sleeping dragon, and the guy stops you and says, the only thing that'll wake him up is this gong. Take the damn gong. (laughs) Get it on. Take the gong. Get it on. Get it on. There's no sense in making any chances there. Just take the, at least take the little mallet. Do something. He was like, you can trust me, though. <laughs> I'm going to stand here and guard this gong. <laughs> the only thing that'll wake him up is this gong. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of crazy. Jason, high, low. I'm going to give, uh, I guess this is kind of more of a what, though, but what was Flash thinking? He, he had an opportunity. He had a Sean Connery from Russia with love gypsy camp opportunity. Oh. And he, <laughs> where you're going. And he messed it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Do I know you? Do I know you? Um, first woman that jumps into this bed gets to hang out with me all night. <laughs> oh, it's a tie. Whatever do I do? <laughs> even, even better is the scene where they're in like the little bedroom and there's three there. There's like a, a mystery girl there. And I know. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, man? I don't. You can't give me enough mind wiping drugs not to take advantage of that opportunity. <laughs> I was like, did the forgetfulness make, forget, make you forget he's a man? <laughs> it's like, what no, were I, you thinking, Flash? That's all I want to know. What no, were you thinking, Flash? That was one of my Delvin. I've mentioned this theme before, and as I was talking on the intro, I'm coming around on this aura thing, and here's why. Look, very quickly, if you will allow me, here's my five-second impression of Dale Arden and what she did when the man that she so-called loves was in ultimate danger of being taken from her life forever. You ready? Mm-hmm. Was that five seconds? Was that five? <laughs> she nothing. did nothing. She didn't even faint. She just stared. <laughs> like, Laura told her to leave and she left. Yeah. <laughs> she just left. Look, and then she just jetted. Like, I'm just going to stand outside the door. Given the choice between the woman who's going to do absolutely nothing to win me over and the woman who's willing to wipe my mind and lie to me and tell a story to keep me with her, I'm going to choose option B. <laughs> and to tie it in, too, because going back to the fire creature, Arl ran back. She could have ran and left Flash, but she went with to face that creature with him while he was laying prone on that bed. The biggest development that Dale Arden has accomplished over this series is that she hasn't fainted at the sight of everything anymore. So I guess she's toughened up. That's true. That's true. She lasted through the fire beast. She went from yeah. fainting to just straight up running away. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. Get out. And Dale was like, okay. <laughs> well, <That's true>. bye. <laughs> she hangs outside the door. Their head hustle, man. Oh my goodness! And in the throne room, this man I love just rejected me. So I'm gonna hug the guy closest to me. I'm just gonna, yeah. Like, 
Don't even go hug the guy. Yeah, Dale. Dale, Dale. Pat, give us something, man. Give us something. I guess I'm going to go with this is, is a high. I liked it. Uh, and it's a lot of character moment here. And it was with Aura as well, too. Man, she is just showing her meanness. Not only does she say something about Flash and his mind swipe, so we can say whatever we want to him, Dad. We got this. And then she takes him back to the room, and Dale's right there. And she's like, you don't know this girl. <laughs> this girl doesn't like you at all. You know, don't worry rub it up it. and down on Flash. And Dale's, and Dale. like Dale said, Dale's not doing anything. She's just sitting there. Oh, and geez. and Or is just oh. lying to it right in the face. She could have just smacked her. Trade the park rules, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Trade the park rules. But she's so manipulative and just mean and just... It was interesting to see her just keep playing this game that she's after. So I found that very interesting. It makes you wonder who her mother is, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, her mother had to be a pistol. Dave? I'm going to kind of go in the middle again with the what, though. You know, we know Flash doesn't know anything. He's forgotten the world, and he's sitting there staring off into space, and here comes Prince Baron to get him, and Aura's like, oh, he's here to harm me. But Flash hadn't forgotten to fight. <laughs> he jumps up and goes straight for the sword. Like, he doesn't even know this girl, supposedly. He don't remember anything, but he goes straight for the sword. Not a punch, not a wrestling move. Straight for the sword. I'm going to kill this guy. So he did not forget that he was a fighter. He remembers them hands. <laughs> again, again, that's Aura being that manipulative. She says, he's here to kill you. I felt bad for Prince Baron because I'm like, wait, didn't Prince Baron already take one ass weapon from Flash? And now he finds himself in the middle of another one. You still can't fight and you lie. sucks as a fighter. I mean, that's been proven. Yeah, he did his best. Oh, Jason. Well, I'll just throw out the obvious thumbs up to Zarkov, man. MVP. 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 Zarkov. Meow, 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 meow. We've got a fire monster. Oh, that's okay. I whipped up this uh, grenade at breakfast. <laughs> oh, we've got to save Flash. Oh, I've got this uh, little cocktail I made that'll subdue him because I know I can't count on you to get him, Prince Baron. <laughs> <laughs> useless. So, he jumped in there too uh, like he was like holding flash. Yeah, he got him like, knock him out. Knock him out <laughs> like Zarkov with a chokehold. <laughs> then it's like, now we gotta fix his mind. Oh, that's okay. I've been working on that over lunch. Before <laughs> <laughs> well, we could get in contact with Earth. This guy was all over the map. And then, I still don't know what he did at the end. I don't know if he turned Flash invisible. I don't know if he teleported Flash to another location. I can teleport. But whatever it is, he's like a kid to candy store with all this science crap. He's just putting stuff together left and right. Well, we know Flash really trusts him because here's four guys lined up to shoot Flash, and Zarkov's response is, oh, just stand right here. (laughs) (laughs) And he does it. Flash's like, okay, hey, I'll just stand here. It would have been funny. It's like, yeah, I just wanted you to die over there so you didn't get (laughs) all over my radio. (laughs) I don't have my pants on. I don't want no blood on my knees. (laughs) Delvin. It's not really a to the story, but I did find it funny how once again after this creature that they built up to be this huge terrifying terror is defeated or exploded in this case, then they go into this quick backstory about it. It's like, oh my god, and this thing only hibernates on the second winter moon of the... Who cares? He blows up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he did. When I heard that, and they're going in this exposition about the dead blow. I mean, and it wasn't even just like a, oh, uh, and fall over. I mean, that thing blew up. Yeah. 
Like, good God. That was almost gross. (laughs) That was kind of graphic. (laughs) Well, Pat, you get to bring us home. I'm sure you got 46, 47 notes. I do. I do. I do have a few things. I'm going to go start off with a what the. And my what the was uh, towards the end, as Ming tells his guards to go after Flash and take him out. Kill him on sight. They they go right to Zarkov's place and Mm -hmm. they knock on the door. <laughs> and they knock on the door yeah, and say, "They're polite. Ex- let us in. Open the door. You're hiding in there. Let us know." <laughs> and then they just walk in. Oh so God. I'm like, "Who opened the door for? Why do you even knock? This is a courtesy knock." And we're coming to get you. Put your pants on. Put your shorts up. Here we come. <laughs> and Ming continues to have useless guards because they gave him all the time in the world. Oh, I'm gonna go stand over here. Like, no, you were told to kill him on sight. Right. Should have been like, "There he is." Pop, pop, hiss. They're like, oh, I thought you meant on site, like S-I-T-E, like we're supposed to kill him, right? <laughs> the guards did get Volton in the jail pretty They easy. took care of him, yeah. Uh-huh. But now, as soon as they got him in there, did you see how they just dashed out of there? They're like, pew! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we just I- carried this guy down three hallways, but as soon as we get him in the jail, we're running from him. <laughs> but, I mean, that said, like, all, you needed to just put, like, a small rate of speed because it's not like Voltan was going to be able to catch up with him. Yeah, he said, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he had his dander up though. He did. Yeah, he had his wings ruffled. <laughs> um, the other thing I have is some flash fights. So um, <laughs> here we go with some flash fights. Flash fights. Sleep. He fights a memory loss. He fought the Baron again. I don't know. I want to say he kind of fought Zarkov, but not a little bit. He struggled with Zarkov. So now Zarkov was the difference maker. Yeah. So that the Baron could actually defeat him. Um, and then after that, he fights forgetfulness again. Mm. Then he fights those guards. Mm-hmm. So Flash, he still stays pretty busy. He does. Flash fights. Wah, 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 wah. Anybody else got any burning highs or lows before we move into the fun facts? I just liked how Voltan continues to rise up against Ming. We've seen this progress, and I think he's just had enough of Ming at this point. Yeah, he's not having any of Ming's crap. I mean, uh-huh. none of it. Again, his name is Ming the Merciless, but he seems more like Ming the guy. I hope you do what I ask you to, because I don't know what I'm going to do if you don't. I don't know how he took over Mongo. I really don't. Well, at least you got your wish, because I remember last time you were like, come down on him. Come down on this fool. <laughs> I did say that. He intended to wipe Flash out. He's had enough of Flash, too. Could get better guards. Yeah. He should just do it himself. That would be pretty merciless. Ah, now we're talking. <laughs> then, then, you know what? And then it would get your guards to start listening to you what they say. Mm-hmm. When I say this, you better do it. Otherwise, I'm going to gut you. There you go. Pat's ready to step up, take Delvin's position as the merciless ruler of the show. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I'm getting kind of tired. You can take it. I'm <laughs> That's what Ming's been doing. All right. Let's get into the fun facts. I want to talk to you guys about an actor named Glenn Strange. Glenn Strange has had a pretty sweet little Hollywood career. He played Frankenstein's monster three times. He played him in House of Frankenstein in 1944. House of Dracula in 1945, and Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein at 48. He also played a regular Sam Noonan. He was a bartender on the very popular show Gunsmoke. So my question to you is, who does he play in these Flash episodes? Chicken well, Monster. Chicken Monster is correct. Oh! <laughs> He's tall. I figured he had to be kind of a tall. Well done, sir. Yes, he was the guy in the chicken lobster monster suit that got blowed up. And he ended up having quite a stellar Hollywood career after this. Just thought you guys would like that one. Oh, interesting. All right, everybody get out your ray guns, not vape pens that uh-huh. used to be ray guns, but actual. You know what? I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Pew, 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 pew. 
Jared, can you get me your violin case? Yeah. I just want to play with your violin a little bit here. Mm, I'm not right. I got to look something special in there that I need to get. All right. Uh, just oh. do what you're going to do. I don't even care. <laughs> <All right>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the Ray Gun ratings for this episode. We do these on a scale of one to five. One means I did not like it. Two was just okay. And three was good. And four was very good. And five, I loved it. Dave, what do you think? I hate to do this, but I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to have to go to you. Interesting. Sorry. Yeah. There's just too many holes in this one for me. Just a lot of weird little storytelling things. Dale was absolutely useless, as Delvin pointed out. I don't know. This one just didn't do it for me, man. I've never gone that low before, but this is going to have to be it for me. Oh, Delvin, what do you think? I'm at a three on it. Dale being useless is boilerplate at this point. It's kind of her thing. It didn't move me one way or the other. And I'm kind of surprised that at this point on episode 10 of 13, you know, well, I guess some huge things are happening. But even though it was well acted by Buster Crab, the amnesia thing, it just kind of was like, eh, it didn't really move me that much. I'm at a three. Jason? I think I'm at a four. I thought this was a very good episode. There's a lot of things that are starting to come into place. We're kind of seeing what Dr. Zarkov had been up to, being let the Romer around those laboratories all by himself. I thought that was kind of neat. It left me at a real cliffhanger. I want to know what happened. What happened to Flash? I agree that right now Dale's the weakest link on the show, but like Delvin said, it's boilerplate at this point. We're kind of used to it. And I like in Voltan starting to come more and more, I think, into Flash's camp. We're starting to see a lot of things start to happen. And this one had me hooked from start to finish. So I'm going to give it a four. Very good. Pat. I'm with Jason. I'm giving this a four. I thought it was very good. I was entertained by it. You know, there is some silliness, but that's kind of how the series goes. And I was really excited to get back into this one. Really liked it. The other part was the more character building that Aura did. Just to see her really just, I'm going to let this all out. I'm going to do it in front of Dale and screw you. I'm doing this. I'm going to get my man. I think she went all out in this. So I, I like this one. Like Jason said, I'm wanting to know what happens next. And I forgot to mention, too, I thought it was also really interesting that they're making contact now with Earth. So we're yeah. bringing Flash's dad back into it, which I thought was really cool, too. I wonderful. stayed super engaged in this one, guys. I'm giving this one a five. All five regular. I wow. love this episode. And one of the reasons I'm giving it a five is I stayed so engaged and it was so different from all the other ones. The other ones are kind of just kind of like action beat, action beat. This one just had a lot of character development, intrigue with Flash's memory. Zarkov playing a big role really helped. I was mm -hmm. like, dang, Zarkov, go. Like every five minutes or four minutes or so, I was like, dang, Zar dang Zarkov, dang, Zarkov. <laughs> and the reason I bump it all the way to a five is I watch these a lot in my living room and my family's just sort of coming and going and they really don't care on this one both my wife and my son stopped and was like man this is some interesting stuff happening here and i was like i agree i just was more tuned in on this one than any other episode we've had of flash so i'm giving it a five we're all over the map on this one guys well no one didn't like it no one gave it a one it wasn't horrible. It just, to me, it wasn't as good as some of the other ones. I don't know why. I just, I watched it twice today. I, I watched it once this morning and once right before we come on. And I, it wasn't bad. It, this one didn't do it for me. If it didn't grab you, it didn't grab you. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. Well, with that, let's get into the Mongo mailbag. These shares, likes, and retweets are from episode 38, where we covered episode number nine of the Flash Gordon serial. 
as always, we are thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout outs to our Crusaders Club members. These are the fine folks who have joined our crusade. They get discounts from my online store, theyardsaleartist.com. You get early access to special long box episodes. You get voting on show content. You might even get picked to be on a Crusaders episode sometime. You never know. Lots of benefits. And here are the people who are really supporting us, and we appreciate it. Thank you for being a friend. Starting us off with Angelica Woof. Bill Burr. Blast it or stash it. Bob Buster. Braxton Underwood. Dave Collins. Battlewagon. Crazy old man. Jane Hendricks. Gerald Green. Greg Van Leuven. I, the collector. Ivor Evans. Jeremy L. Jim Jarman. Joe Thomas. John Watson. John and Maggie. Jose Pollo. Maxwell Traver. Miranda W. Paul Heeks. Reggie Hancock. Rick. Jeff and Rick present. Ronald Went. Ross Michaud. Ryan Daly. Samantha Maney. Sean Urbanski. Steve Cronin. Timmy. Tim Price. The Toronto Cop. And our one-time donor, Bradford William. If we missed anyone on the list, we apologize. Please keep in mind we record these episodes well in advance of release. So if you're a recent addition, we'll be adding you soon. But no worries. You can let us know we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll get it straightened out. You might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? How do I become a Crusaders Club member? How do I become a Crusaders Club member? I'm going to answer Dave. It's simple for you, Dave. You just head over to patreon.com and search Longbox crusade for as little as one dollar a month you get access to the amazing world of the crusaders club come check it out unless you're jason now if you don't have any extra scratch laying around but you want to help us out at lbc headquarters take a moment to review our show on itunes for this podcast if you want to keep it short with star ratings that's great but we really want to get some feedback from you we would greatly appreciate it now let's get into those shares likes and retweets Starting us off is Gene Hendricks. Ivan Chudley. Rick Heineken. Hal Jordan. Clinton Robinson. Den Rowley. Coffee and Comics. Chris at BTO and Bad Books. Unpacking the power of Power Pack. Pat, you want to do it? You bet I do. Give me a beat. Where there ain't no pecking like the unpacking power of the unpacking power of the power pack that's packing. The power is packing. The power is packing. The power. Pack it. Nice. Rosma Show. Trekker Talk. Professor Frenzy. It's a show. show. Professor Frenzy Show. Green Lantern HG. And Fan Film Fridays. Guys, uh, let's go ahead and grab some of these comments. It's pretty much all GLHG, so which one do you want? Or you can go rogue and take the Hammer Strikes comments. up to you, Pat. What are you going to do? Well, since GL doesn't say anything about me winning a trophy, I'm going to go with Gene, the podcasting machine on Hammer Strikes. And he says, Zarkov took something out of his short shorts. Good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping off point. He did it again this episode, Gene. See the crotch pockets. (laughs) What are you going to pick? All right, that leaves GLHG comments. Delvin, what are you going to do? I'll read the first one. 
says, and guys, come on, how could I not give Weasel Skull the trophy? His ending rant is corner the market with pants and drugs, cocaine, and his first blow. Be careful with the drink, baby. They cost me you. <laughs> you know, normally I swoop in and I steal these, but I don't want this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That is pure gold. Right there. It's dirty. Well, let's keep the GLHG train running here. I'll take this next quote. And he says, and finally, look at her. That long hair, the beautiful face, those eyes plotting death and destruction because she can't have her way. Sigh. <laughs> I wonder who he's talking about. I think we know. I Hashtag think I'm falling off. And I'll bring in our final comment. GLHG says it's a terrific guest and Mr. Alan J. Porter in a terrific episode. Of course, Mr. Porter gets a trophy for being a great guest. I'll take that. Thank you. But I'm worried. Dale hasn't fainted in two episodes. <laughs> Is she all right? That's growth. That's, that's, that's character development. And Mongo is freaky. Apicorns, chicken lobster dragons. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on the iTunes, Google Play, and most pod catchers or at www.longboxcrusade.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Back to you, Jason. Thanks, Pat. And if you want to hear us talk about all things James Bond, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? You can find that on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers. Or you can go directly to www.secretpodcast.zardoz is the best film ever. Wait, what? <laughs> you read it, you dumb bastard. He Ron Burgundy does, man. Thanks, Sean. Shuck it. It's www.secretpodcast.podbean.com or on Twitter at OHMS Pod. Jason. And if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat, kick us off. Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. Delvin. You can find me on Twitter at D underscore R A Y one nine seven seven Jared. I'm at Yard Sale Artist. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist. And you can check out my YouTube channel. If you search Yard Sale Artist, you will find me and I would appreciate it. Jason. You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Facebook or Instagram. Dave. Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can hey. find me at Oben One on Twitter. A little more peppy, Dave. A little more peppy. <laughs> well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's we go. the right level. You can find me at Oben One on Twitter. And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, join us for our next episode of Doing It Live Stream over on YouTube. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we always start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. You can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return to our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for the case of the Jolly Hangman. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street. 